Hey everyone, it's uh, Matthew Finneman here with the SDGC, here for another Finterview with uh, Ken Seto. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. Uh, and uh, what can you tell people about what it is you do and what studio it is you do it for? Uh, so I am the co-founder. Uh, uh, my brother is the other co-founder. I'm the co-founder and CEO oh. of Massive Damage. We're a small indie development studio uh, based in Toronto uh, called Massive Damage. And you uh, have released just, just a little game someone might have heard of recently called Star Renegades. Yes, we released that basically just about a month ago. Uh, almost a month to the day-ish. It's, uh, it's been a wild ride. Yeah. How, uh, so what can you tell us uh, just quickly about Star Renegades from like an elevator pitch standpoint for those that might not be aware of it? Uh, yeah, so Star Renegades is a pretty interesting hybrid game that we uh, developed. Um, it's kind of somewhere in between a roguelike and with elements of uh, JRPG and uh, elements of deterministic strategy games like um, Into the Breach, Slay the Spire. So it's a bit of a melting pot. Yeah, but it came out so well. Congratulations to everyone involved. But I know mm -hmm. uh, based on your unique position in the company, I have questions more tailored to you than the game as a whole, uh, since you might not know the nitty gritty developer stuff. Yeah, um, the tech side will, will, might be a bit challenging for me, but everything else is yeah. good. Yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask you any of that stuff. But first of all, I did not know that it was you and your brother. So how did you? Uh, why don't you? Hit me with the origin story of Massive Damage, because that oh, sounds really cool. That goes, if you can believe it, we're coming up to our 10-year anniversary of our studio. Really? Yeah. Awesome. So Congrats. We're, we're, uh, we've been around for a while. It doesn't feel like 10 years, but uh, in some ways it does, but in some other ways it doesn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, we started basically uh, the, the, around, I guess, November of 2010. Uh, me and my brother decided to... Um, we had dabbled in uh, making some mobile games uh, when we were doing our, we had our own basically mobile app development studio uh, in Toronto and uh, um, that was a kind of a work for hire uh, studio that made apps for like uh, PR agencies advertising and other clients um, and we dabbled in making some video games on the side and they did well enough we thought you know what maybe this is something we could actually do for a living instead of having to deal with annoying clients. So we <laughs> based, um, what do we, oh, we went with the, an accelerator, a startup accelerator in Montreal, and we made the unwise decision to move there for the winter in Montreal, which is, makes no sense. It's like minus 50 there in the winter. And, really? But the nice side effect of basically, you know, being so cold outside that you, you know, you, you freeze your butt off in 10 minutes is all we did was just work. So, um, so we spent the winter in Montreal, just basically working and not doing anything else and, um, hired up a few more people later into the, later into the development phase, um, raised a bunch of, uh, investment money. And, uh, we somehow made a, we somehow launched a, uh, mobile uh, MMO game called Please Stay Calm uh, just slightly under a year um, 
with six people. So that was wow. That was intense. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that to anybody no. else. Uh, it's pretty. It was pretty tough to pull off. We, I was basically cashing checks from investors as I got them, just because we were trying to make payroll. <laughs> and we basically launched the game when we ran out of money, and uh, so we somehow managed to uh, uh, do well with enough of that game to grow the company. And uh, you know, it, it basically fed us for like about five years or so. Um, but mobile wasn't really the um, uh, the vibe that we we were aligned with, and as a studio, we decided to um, transition to to Steam and consoles, and that's when the last game, Halcyon Six, kind of started. We used Kickstarter to kind of validate our um, our idea and our you know intent to uh, in terms of the game we want to make for for Steam, and um, it did really well on Kickstarter, and um, yeah, we did early access, and then launched it. And um, well, that's that was Halcyon Six, and that fed us for a few more years. And we just, <laughs> then we decided to uh, uh, get working on the next game. Ended up partnering with our publisher uh, Raw Fury to uh, get some extra funding in, which was uh, for us a very strategic move. I think we could have launched something in early access. Um, maybe <laughs> instead of uh, partnering up with them, but it was through the extra funding we got from them um, that we were able to uh, shift our uh, 2D um, art art direction to the what you see today, which is a 2D 3D hybrid art direction, which we gave a name called 2DX for Extreme. So there you go. That's yeah, I mean, why not? Every you throw an X on something, it makes it cooler. That's, yeah, that's gamer law. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, just speaking as a fan of Star Renegades, I, I remember when you not you didn't delay it because it didn't have a release date yet, but when you said that it was taking extra development time for the new art design, and I think the the gamble paid off. The change really worked. So yeah, kudos to that business decision. And you you jumped right into my next question, which was how you got invested uh, with Raw Fury because they're just good people over there. So when yeah, I, um, how did we? Yeah, our experience with them has been uh, really amazing. Uh, wonderful people to work with. Um, and they definitely know what they're doing on the on the you know the marketing side and everything else that they're helping to like kind of beef up um, I guess what we're doing on our side. So it's been uh, it's been a wonderful partnership. So fast forwarding uh, the ten years since you started with six people and releasing a mobile game, how many people are at Massive Damage now? Uh, well, we started with two people ten years ago, and it got up to it got up as much as. 22 people at, at the high, like at the highest end when we we're, um, you know, it's that crazy mobile gaming scene back then where a whole bunch of money was coming in, but also it was, you know, you're spending so much on marketing and advertising, it kind of got out of control. So we, um, <laughs> the wild west. Yeah. Like 22, we were over, it was a bit over the top. We, we were trying to accelerate really fast and, uh, kind of burned ourselves a little bit. So we we're back down to right now, our team is nine people full time. And we work with about, I guess, I think four other, uh, I guess, uh, contractors for, uh, okay. for like music sound, some various roles. Yeah. So that's kind of um, the size of the team right now. We're 
Um, the nine people okay. are, are kind of the core team, and then everything else we need, we kind of bring in from the outside as needed. Well, speaking of uh, just really interesting business decisions, one of the things that kind of took me by surprise was when Star Renegades popped up as a uh, star of one of Xbox's Game Pass uh, trailers. How did the Xbox uh, Game Pass partnership come about? Did you approach them? Did they approach you? How does that even work? I don't actually know. Well, it's funny. Actually, we approached uh, Microsoft way back when our game was still basically the old 2D version. And um, and we were not able to uh, get a deal with them at that time. But then after the uh, Raw Fury partnership and then obviously converting every, after everything went to 2DX and the game was a lot more... Um, Kind of solidified in terms of uh, our approach, um, and then Rafael was able to basically uh, close that deal with Xbox. So now you may think it's because of the new art style, but it's because you put the X at the end of it, yeah, so it became two DX, and that's <laughs> as we know, that's kind of their letter. So it yeah. worked out great. Yeah, there was a How good about- alignment there. <laughs> I mean, 2020 has been kind of a hellscape for most people, and especially in the game development scene. How have how did you handle or juggle COVID uh, reality with the final stretch of development? Uh, we did okay. We've had a few delays that were um, part of it was due to the COVID stuff, and but not in the way that you might think. Um, so our studio was already virtual um, prior oh, to COVID. Okay. Uh, we'd been virtual office for probably about three years now, now that I think about it. And um, so that wasn't the challenge. The challenge with COVID was basically a whole bunch of my team are uh, have young families with kids, with little, mm. very small kids that are apparently uh, not able to take care of themselves somehow for some reason. And uh, uh, selfish is what that is. annoyingly enough, they can't take care of themselves. So um, them being home definitely was a uh distraction and productivity uh dampener for um a, for a, basically everybody on my staff that has family so which was i think just over half um mm. so that 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 was where the majority of the productivity kind of um hit came from was uh uh these little babies causing causing a ruckus everywhere uh, I cannot wait till that's uh, that's going to be me in March. So I can't wait for me to lose all of my sleep and productivity. It's going to oh, be fun. You're, you're uh, in for a treat. <laughs> now, uh, since you since you mentioned earlier, you are roughly a month post launch. How have you felt as a studio just to the reception? How have you how did you celebrate the launch of the game? What is a, a post Star Renegades world been like for you? Um, okay, we'll start at the beginning. We. We actually did, for the launch day, we actually had everybody on the team on uh, kind of a Discord call, basically. And we were just basically chatting and, and looking at the numbers. Uh, well, Rafi dropped into our chat as well. So it was kind of like a, a, a chill day of just watching watching people playing the game, watching, you know, watching the comments come on Steam, watching reviews come up. So it was uh, it was a nice way to kind of you know, not since you can't really do it in person. That was that was a pretty decent way to yeah. do it. Yeah, that, um, that's awesome. The reception of the game has been uh, very good. We're 
very pleased with um, overall the reviews, uh, the and the reviews from not only uh, from the press, but also and but also from the the community, uh, our players as well. So um, we know there's so you know there's a bunch of stuff that people uh, are still kind of complaining about with the game. So we're we're working pretty hard on it. I think we just put out um, the sad anger reset kind of uh, patch that addressed a whole lot of quality of life issues. And I think that was probably like the third or fourth patch we put out since launch. Um, and I also put out a roadmap so that everybody knows uh, the uh, new content that we're, uh, we're currently working on to yeah. release within the next, just, you know, generally what's coming up within the next uh, three to six months. So um, we'll probably update that roadmap maybe just after the new year once we have a better idea of um, kind of resourcing and things. Where like are you that. going? Yeah. Well, we uh. So guys. Oh, sorry. No, you please. Uh, I would say the one interesting thing about the launch, from a numbers perspective, is that despite um, having a lot more press and kind of fanfare and even more wish lists going into the launch, the uh, day one, week one, and month one sales um, weren't that different than Halcyon Six, even though. Hmm. All the indicators beforehand um, kind of led us to expect a, a much greater uh, kind of, you know, day one and month one uh, sales target. And I think mm -hmm. from talking to other game developers, we've all noticed this as well. So I think this is just where the market is now. It's a, a lot less people are buying on day one and a lot more people are wishlisting and then waiting for sales. Yeah, so uh, especially I guess. Yeah, maybe in uh, I mean, there's various factors that can be coming into it. Whether it's people still dealing with COVID-related job impacts or what have you, but mm. I'll I'll let you know that I've already double dipped, so I'm doing oh, my part. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, I mean, we uh, our our reviews don't usually give numbers, but I will tell you face to face, best friend to best friend, that if I was to give it a numerical score, nine out of ten, Star Renegades. It's awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, Feel free to uh, let me know when to uh, Star Starrier Renegades is coming out. <laughs> the the sequel, which I assume is called that. A bit a bit early for that, since we're still, um, <laughs> like I said, we have a really strong um, content plan for uh, Star Renegades. It's it it was built to be ex to be continually expanded. You know, as long as the audience is there, and as long as we can afford to. Uh, put stuff out for it. We're going to continue putting stuff out for it because it's, um, um, yeah, it's it's got a good, you know, it's got good bones to, to kind of add more stuff to it, and and I think we're um, we're on the right track in in, 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 that, in that content pipeline uh, way that we're working. I think that's really cool because you usually don't get content roadmaps from smaller developers. That's usually something you associate with the bigger AAA games as a service game so mm -hmm. i think that says a lot about you and your team that you're willing to uh keep content rolling out for this game because it's it's good and it deserves all the love yeah thanks i mean i think it's helpful that our publisher is also you know um kind of supporting us um for the post-launch content um as well and i think like i said with the way 
sales are working now where there's like a ton of wish lists for Star Renegade still. So um, there's going to be, I guess, probably price targets in people's heads of, you know, when it hits certain sales levels uh, or sort of price levels, that's when they'll, you know, for, for themselves, that's their comfort level for purchasing. So um, I think for us, that's, it's, um, yeah, that, that encourages us to kind of keep working on it and really maximize the, um, I guess, long-term uh, sales revenue, as well as just um, maximizing the, the value that we're going to, we're basically trying to give in the game itself by adding all this content as we go. Um, well, I don't like to keep you too long. I know you are uh, taking your time out to talk to me, which is very much appreciated. So why don't you uh, let people know where they can either follow you or Star Renegades or Massive Damage as a whole uh, in order to keep tabs on the content and the news? Yeah, uh, easiest way to follow uh, us is uh, on Twitter uh, at Star Renegades. That's basically where you're going to get the most up-to-date Star Renegades information. Um, and uh, on our Discord, which I can't remember exactly the, the URL for the Discord link, I think it's massive damage underscore ink, but I just Google Discord massive damage and hopefully it pops up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, you're actually doing. I mean, the, the listeners. I <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why I can't remember, but uh, so Discord, I mean, you're a busy man. You have too much going on. I know. Yeah, it's massive damage ink. One word. Well, there we go. See, yeah. so it all works out. <laughs> um, and finally, I have I saved the hardest question for last. It's uh, it's the it's the gotcha question, the one okay. everyone expects. So uh, I need you to dig deep down into your heart of hearts and let me know what wins, cake or pie. What wins, cake or pie? What do you prefer? Right what is what is the Ken choice? But I know. I think I would say pie. And that's why you're cooler than everyone else. That is the correct answer. All right. Because it's my answer. I'm glad I got that answer correctly. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, it, it's it's just not quite the same as doing it live on a, a show floor at like PAX or something. But well, I missed all at, at least we. Oh, you're telling me you guys always had such a dope booth too. Star Renegade setup was slick. I can't wait till we can uh, get back out there again. Hopefully maybe mid next year. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Justin plushes win. Oh yeah. We got to work on that. (laughs) Well, we'll thank you again. Thank you. You have a wonderful day. Take care. Of course.